Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Welcome to Boardroom Buddies Podcast and thank you for joining me. So I am here in a pub garden because it's about 29 degrees and you will hear the chink of ice in glasses and we are on soft drinks I have to say because we are driving, we are being good. Uh, I'm on the famous Coca-Cola, other colas are available and you'll hear the birds in the background and probably a bit of traffic in the background as well. So we're outside, it's very warm. And this week is all about marketing. Uh, One of my Boardroom Buddies clients or members calls it the dark art of marketing because quite often we talk a lot about marketing in our Boardroom Buddies and uh, what sort of social media should should we be doing? Should we be doing all of it? Is it all relevant to our, our small businesses? What other activities should we do? Or is that the only thing that we do? And to be honest, it's quite confusing. And, and it's also confusing because we're never quite sure are we promoting or are we marketing or are we selling or are we marketing? And so this week I am joined by the fabulous Zoe Russell from ZHR Marketing. Hi Zoe, thank you for joining me. Hi Jackie, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> so we're going to be talking marketing and, and Zoe has worked internationally. She's worked with clients in different parts of the world and in fact only just got back from Germany last week and is very passionate now about working with the owners of small businesses to help them to be clear and effective about the marketing that they're doing and uh, so I think it's going to be really informative what you have to say. (laughs) I'm very relevant. So Zoe, over to you really. One of the big questions, I think, is where do I start as a small business? And that that is that is the big question, isn't it? (laughs) So so just to put this into context, so I've worked with with big clients and I've worked with small clients and as well as working with companies, I've I've worked with agencies as well. So there's been a lot of elements around sort of setting your marketing plans and the big company strategies, but also delivering the marketing and being really creative about it from an agency side. So when I decided to set up on my own, it was really clear to me that small businesses um, who are obviously like the backbone of our country at the moment, weren't well served when it came to getting marketing advice. Mm. Because normally a company would go to an agency to deliver their marketing, but quite frankly, the the costs are way out of um, the the league of of a small business. And conversely, the small business owner is the person who probably needs the most help with marketing because they need to be able to do things cost effectively, yeah. time effectively, and you know get get 
the big buck and, and those those monies go to a real person not to a big plc so it was important for me to to start working with people like that and what also became clear is that when people set up a business they know loads about the thing that they're actually doing mm. but there's lots that they don't mm-hmm. know about running a business yeah and the thing is marketing is one of those funny bits where it kind of creeps into almost every single area of a business so not having marketing knowledge or marketing understanding can be something that that makes it more difficult for people yes yeah so to go back to your actual question (laughs) of where where do we start you've got to start with your strategy you can't just start promoting your business Mm. without having plan and a strategy behind it Mm. and there's a few key areas that I work on with people and this is what I would recommend any new business owner work on the first one is your goals you really need to be looking not just one year ahead but you know a good 10 years ahead where where is your business going to be when you come to close mm-hmm. it yeah what, what is it that you're actually trying to build and trying to achieve and it may be that you're thinking well why do i need to understand that for you know doing a direct mail campaign or something like that but the thing is when you start developing your marketing tactics they've got to be appropriate for the growth that you want to have in your business mm. yeah and if you only ever want to have a business that you know washes its face, allows you to have a couple of holidays a year and that kind of thing, the amount of marketing that you're going to need to do to get the clients in is going to be much less than if you want to sell your business for a few million in five years' time. So, So having that goal of what you want to start with is really important. Mm -hmm. And that's where we start with Boardroom Buddies, of course, the same point. Exactly. You know, where are you trying to get to? Exactly, exactly. Mm. And, and you know, it's, it's, um, it's so important just in, in your general, yes. if you're going to make yeah, a business yeah. a success, <laughs> yeah. but you need to understand your goals so that you understand the size of the marketing job mm-hmm. that's ahead of you. That's probably the simplest way of mm. putting it. Mm. Yeah. And, and we're so, not born with this knowledge, are we? No. Um, I think many business owners, they set up their business, they're so good at something they want to provide a service or they have a product or something like that and but running a business is different yeah. and you know an accountant isn't born being an accountant no. they have to learn how to yeah. do it and so I think it's the same for a business owner with all of these other functions that we do like marketing yeah. HR bookkeeping those kinds of things we have to learn it yeah definitely definitely and i think as well you know a lot of us accidentally fall into running our own businesses you yes. know I, i'm one of those people who got made redundant and which is why i set my business up and you know i didn't know all of this stuff either so i ran my business previously for 11 years in a different way and i never had a long-term plan for it mm-hmm. and guess what it never went anywhere whereas <laughs> now i've set it up again having gone out and worked in, in sort of a business coaching environment in the meantime, when I set up this time, it was from a really different perspective. Mm-hmm. And my business is, is in a really different place because I've been doing the marketing that has enabled the amount of growth that I actually want to get for yeah. it. 
-hmm. so it's it's a really important thing and when i when i go through an exercise when i do workshops with my clients of really helping them to distill their goals and to actually make them smart mm -hmm. so yes they are specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound there we go you can remember those without having them written down um they go away saying i've got so much clarity about my mm, business now yeah. and even if that's all they get it makes an enormous difference yes yes so that's the first point goals mm -hmm. the next bit target market yeah and you hear a lot of stuff about you know avatars and all of this kind of thing but you know you you can go into a lot of depth with who your target market is and you know there there are some people who who very much uh, recommend you know you, you you have such a picture of your ideal client mm -hmm. that yeah. you know she's called tracy she loves the coronation <laughs> streets and she eats whisper bars for example and i can i can see where that can be helpful and, and relevant when you're trying to you know get mm, an emotional yeah connection in in the uh, content that you're writing for example but really from from a really practical perspective you need to identify your target market so you know where they are hanging out mm -hmm. so you know where your message needs to be placed so that they see it yes so this is this is much easier in a business to business context but actually identifying is it businesses that you're after or is it just you know man on the street consumers that you're after that's that's mm. an, an important yeah differentiator to start with um but then it's it's things like you know is there a geographical restriction is there a particular type of person within the business that's going to be the right one to speak to because there's no point building a great relationship with um the the head of sales if actually what you're trying to sell in is something that's going to be appropriate for the HR function and it's the HR director that you need to have on yes. side. Yeah, yeah. So the more specific that you can get about who it is that you're marketing to, the easier it will actually be to A, let them know that they are the people that you are trying to sell to and B, as I said before, find out where they're hanging out and work out which marketing tactics you can use to get in front of them directly. Mm. Yeah. Tar target market is, is really important. And mm. if you don't know who you're trying to sell to, they are not going to know that you are trying to sell to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a big Okay. One. Yeah, that makes loads of sense. But what about all the different activities if you like so there's there's social media there's your marketing collateral you know your brochures your business cards and well, those quite, which do you have it all do we do it all all well, the social media platforms again it's going to depend so when you know who your target market is you know where they're hanging out so that will immediately start to um, reduce some of the things so for example if you are selling something that is um, you know a luxury brand it's very visual that type of thing mm, yeah. when you're looking at your social media platforms Instagram is probably going to be a more obvious choice than some of the others so you have to look at who's hanging out on these platforms and um, which is going to be most appropriate for me don't try and do all of them because you'll just never get any work done mm. there's no point pick one and be really really good at it 
I will also say though that even if your product or service is very um, individual based and, and would be classed as business to consumer, yeah, don't underestimate the power of LinkedIn because LinkedIn, yes, of course, it's all business people, but business people are also real people. Mm, and yes. so, you know, for example, I'm getting married later this year. Mm-hmm. I find stuff on LinkedIn that will help me for my wedding because right. that's, that's where I hang out a lot of the time. I still need personal stuff. I've, I've had lots of recommendations okay. of personal venues and things yeah. like that. So never underestimate the power of, of LinkedIn as a social media platform. Right, okay. But then the other thing that will, will help to inform what you're doing is what your product or service is. Um, and nailing down your product or service so that you can describe it in an easy handful of words mm-hmm. is is also really important. So is that a bit like your elevator pitch? To some extent, yes, but it's also actually what you genuinely are offering to people. So I have I have a number of clients, for example, who are in the HR arena. Yes. And HR is vast. You know, mm. there are so many different areas yeah. within HR, but a lot of the HR people I know are trying to sell lots of the different bits because they don't want to miss out on a potential sale. But what happens is that then when they're trying to tell people about it, however they're doing that, their message gets really, really diluted. And it's a bit like when you don't know who you're selling to, Mm. um, when you don't know exactly what you're selling, it it makes it harder. Mm. So, So you find a lot of people when they're starting out, they will try and sell everything that they can do to everybody. Yes, yes. And then they get no Guilty. <laughs> Me, I did that. <laughs> everyone does, everyone does. Whereas yeah. if you get known for one thing mm, that you are yeah. absolutely fabulous at, then it's easier for people to latch onto and think, I want to buy that. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't sell the other things into people no. when they come and ask mm. you or when you get into a conversation mm. about it, but you will find the, the leads coming to you more easily if you're really clear about what you're selling and what the benefit is yeah. to yeah. the person that you're selling it to. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's that's a really important thing when you're defining your messaging for wherever it's going out that it's not about what you do, it's about what you can do for your clients. Yes. What are yeah. the benefits? What's the everybody loves time and money saving. Mm-hmm. But you know, what is it going to do for them? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. so do you need a website? Because this not everybody has a website I've found. I think a website is a really great investment as a shop window at a minimum when you're setting out. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's different schools of thought on it. Yeah. And you know, I have to be honest, I don't always go to people's websites to look at to look at things. You know, I will look at what they're doing on LinkedIn, I will look at um, you know, they might be putting landing pages up instead. Um, but I do think that if you have a website it helps with credibility because people can come, they can check you out, they can see that you are who you say you are, and it gives you good opportunities to 
tell people exactly what it is that you want to tell them you know be really clear yes. about all of those benefits in one place be really clear about your your products and services mm. Mm. um and also to communicate a bit about you because yes. yeah people buy from people so having a bit of personality mm. in that website that's that's a mm. great place to be able to do it mm. a lot of people do their own websites don't they yes They're kind of you know do the cheapy option I guess and I did as well yeah I did as well to start with and I think it's worth investigating what other cost-effective options you have um, because um, I know that I couldn't design a website as well as the person who put my website together for example um, and one of the other big things um, that we were talking about earlier copywriter mm -hmm. so having somebody else write the the marketing yeah. words for your website or for any other material is worth its weight in gold people think that because we can actually write we can write copy yes and yeah. it, it's a yeah. huge huge skill mm -hmm. and it will it will pay back mm. you look at some websites you can tell where a professional has written it and they're 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 really speaking to you and you can you get a buzz about what they're doing and then another website where you know somebody <laughs> somebody's written what's important to them and it, mm. it, it's not important to you as a consumer yeah, at yeah. all just just on the kind of i suppose copywriting thing really um if if what you do is very technical yeah do you think that your web copy needs to be technical now Again, this is where it comes back to target market. Okay. Because you might be selling something technical, but are you selling it to technical people? So if the person gotcha. that you are selling to and that is going to buy your product needs you to be demonstrating that that you know your stuff and, and it's, it's technical and, and all of that kind of thing, then more of an element of that, yes. yes. But if actually what you're selling is very technical, but the people buying it are not technical, no, it needs to be as untechnical as it can possibly be. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's okay. why identifying your target market yeah. and their characteristics is is so important. Yeah. Yeah. I have looked at some um, uh, other businesses that that are very technical and. I don't understand what they're doing on their website, what, what they do from their website because it is so technical. Yeah. But that might be just because I'm not very bright in that area. But are you <laughs> a potential customer of theirs? I probably wasn't, no. But so, so, and, and there's there's an argument that you can, you know, also mix it up. So mm. I I um I always use the, the the phrase, you know, lowest common denominator. So what? of your customer base what's what's the the least um educated about what you're selling person there right for them i see oh okay so, yeah so so you you Good need tip. yeah yeah <laughs> so you need you need to make sure that the person who's least educated about what you do can still understand what you do and and aim aim your copy at them mm, brilliant okay i think you've covered everything there yeah now you i know that you do like a, a program for marketing so for owners so i i run i run workshops okay. where we very much go through the strategic stuff so the the goals target market 
the product and service and the pricing. Yes. And I bang on about those four things because they're the things you've just got to get right. <laughs> right. And then we look at what marketing tactics are going to be most appropriate based on those things. And, the you know, it, it's very difficult to actually just say to somebody without knowing very much about their business, yes, this is, this is the tactic you should mm. use. But I remember when I very, very first started out and I was speaking at an event and somebody asked a question and said, you know, what's the one marketing thing I could do that would guarantee <laughs> success in my business? And I said, look, if I knew the answer to that, I wouldn't be here with you today. I'd be on my own private island, you know, in the Caribbean somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And she got up and walked out. Oh, no. And, and the thing is, is that there are, there are various tactics that um, most small business owners can use really effectively. So email marketing, for example, um, networking. Networking is a brilliant one. Is that where and you start, really? For me, I think networking is a great way yeah. to start building your contact yeah, yeah. database, building um, your support system as well, but but being able to spread the word and build those relationships because yes. people do buy from yeah. people. Yeah. But again, there's lots of there's lots of nuance behind any tactic that yes. you do. Yeah that needs to be tailored to your business. So at the very least, I would say to a small business owner, if you can't afford to get marketing support in, buy a book. Buy a book <laughs> right. about that specific thing. So if, you, if you've heard somebody talk about marketing funnels, for example, mm -hmm. which is where you're getting people in at the top yes. end and marketing to them so it ends up coming out of the sale, buy a book about marketing funnels yeah. and, and learn how to then apply it within your business. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, so on your programme then, it sounds like um, it's not like a, a set do this, do that. It's different for everybody. So it's yeah. kind of helping teach people how to be effective. Yes, yes. For their business yes. and for them. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, people may have been doing an email campaign, for example, and, and not, not getting results from it mm. but we can sometimes look at the language that's in the emails look at look at the headline you know yeah. um, headlines need to be really catchy to get people's attention but again you can google lots and lots of um, information on this to get yourself a head start um, and then you know as you start growing maybe invest in a bit more expert help and start outsourcing certain things as yeah, well yeah um mm -hmm. because you know the same reason that people might come to you for your business because you're the expert yeah the, the same applies with other elements as yes well. yeah okay that's brilliant thank you ever so much um so zoe how do we get in touch with you um so my website is um zhrmarketing.co.uk or zoe russell on linkedin i'm i'm quite prolific on there <laughs> so so do feel free to um connect and drop me a message it's uh, it's a great online networking platform and i love expanding my network that's brilliant thank you ever so much for all of your um expertise there zoe thank my you pleasure. thank you very much
I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.